was here. Hey, kind of a long video here, but I would like to be able to give you guys updates of players that the Chargers have met with for the NFL draft for 2023. So lots of players that they have met with so far. Let's talk about it. Bolt bros. Let's go. So, yes, so Chargers have met with a lot of players um, in a lot of different ways, possibly even at the East-West Shrine game, possibly uh, through virtual aspects. Senior Bowl, a lot of different ways that they do meet with players. So they don't have to physically be in the building, but it is a way to be able to uh, meet with players all around. So, you know, a lot of teams just do homework on guys. Want to find out a little bit about, you know, this guy, that guy, could he be a culture fit? Could he be a system fit? All these different things. So let's just talk about some of these players. I know even to say last year when we did kind of a coverage of who they met with, I know Jasser Taylor was one of the guys that they did meet with, which they did lead to drafting him. So that's kind of the reason why we go over these guys and all these players that they do meet with, because these could be players that could be the next Los Angeles Chargers. So let's start with the first one here. Hopefully I don't butcher his name here, uh, but it is... Um, is it Mo Mohmood Dibate? I think is how you pronounce his name. Man, he was an edge linebacker um, for Utah. Actually, was pretty productive all around as a linebacker. Let me pull up his draft buzz on this. Boom! Here we go. So, six four two twenty nine Utah. He's basically as a senior class of so four years plus. He does. He had last year. Five sacks, one forced fumble, 58 tackles, and 32 solo tackles. 40 time, 4.51 position ranked. He is only 27th right now. Overall, his ranking is at about 78.5. Um, not a bad idea because we definitely need to be able to add a little bit more juice to our edge or at least a little bit more depth at the moment for the edge position. And specifically, my opinion we need to find a way to be able to get a little bit more uh, linebacker juice all around. And Utah's had some pretty good linebackers, by the way, that have came out of there. So, you know, not a bad place to be able to look around. So um, all around, I think would be a good choice. Now, I don't know necessarily where he'll be at, but I know they're projecting at a seventh round pick for him. Sorry, this ad right here is in the way. Not saying Phoenix children by any means, just saying it's in the way. It's not pulling up for some reason for us. So, uh, so they're looking at a seventh round pick for him. Um, they did meet with him, uh, at the East West shrine bowl, I believe. Um, so all around one of those guys that has had some, uh, national attention. He did come from Florida also and transferred over to, um, Utah. So all around, not a bad choice, kind of a late round depth thing. I do feel very strongly. We do need to find a linebacker edge. Maybe he's kind of going to be that guy that could play both positions, kind of like how Kyle Van Noy was. So just throwing that out there as one of the guys that we have met with. Honestly, what I want to do on this video, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on these guys that we have interviewed with. So let's go on to the next. So I'm kind of rapid firing on this because there's a lot of people to talk about here. So uh, we also got, is it Antonio Maffi from UCLA? Interesting thing I want about Antonio uh, is that 
the Chargers have actually been looking at him for quite some time. Uh, they've been scouting him since 2018. So, I mean, they've been really, really attacking the local, uh, you know, talent pool, more or less. So he's definitely an O-lineman. Uh, he is a 6'4", 338, UCLA guy, senior, all around, not a bad player. His ranking is about an 80.8. So he's in the 80 levels, which is good. As a positional ranking, he is basically at 26. So he's not like going to be one of those high draft picks by any means, but he is going to be one of those guys that does get uh, uh, probably picked up, possibly late rounds. Uh, he did come from the Shrine Bowl too. So he did play well there. And, um, you know, he's kind of more known as a left guard. I think adding more depth on the O line is key for us. It's kind of wild to be able to see the confirmed meetings that the Chargers have had all around a lot of them have been o-line so uh big guy all around 6'4 338 big button gut kind of guy he bench pressed 21 uh times too so he's got some strength all around he's good at pass and run blocking uh looks like more for pass blocking he is a little bit more higher end with that so either which way that is somebody that we have confirmed a local talent guy in los angeles so uh moving on Let's talk about McClendon Curtis, O-line from Chattanooga. Chattanooga here, everybody. So they are digging around into even some of the smaller schools. Not saying that Chattanooga isn't the biggest of school, but it, it really isn't that big of a school. Um, but he is an offensive guard, uh, 6'6", 324, um, senior class. So he's been there four years plus. Um, position rank 31, basically about seven point, or 79 uh, ranking per draft buzz. Um, this guy's been getting a little bit of buzz all around uh, from a lot of different uh, teams. I think he had actually a very, very good senior bowl. Uh, he was a huge standout all around for the senior bowl. Um, I mean, a 6'6 guy on your O-line as a guard. I mean, you got to love having size. Kind of reminds me of some years back with the Cowboys when they had massive, massive O-lines, just big, huge guys that are just tough to be able to get through. And, um, you know, this guy's got, you know, 35 inch arms. Uh, he's got basically hands about 10, a little bit over 10 and a quarter inch hands spanned 84 inches. I mean, this guy has great size all around and he's in the 88 percentile with arm length span. He's at a 99. So think about that as a, as a guard, sometimes you are going to move your arms quite a bit. You're going to use your arms to be able to give uh push out. You could have longer reach than the guy in front of you it helps you out tremendously all around so this guy is one that i think is getting a lot of buzz all around it's interesting to see where they're going to put him at they say he's going to be kind of late round pick around sixth round pass and run blocking he is phenomenal all around so that could be a great pickup all around for us too uh can work up and down the line too also so really really good idea to be able to see where we go with Charges did, just throwing out with McClendon, Charges did send scouts to his games a lot in 2022. So they got a lot of tape on this guy and a lot of eyes on him. So very good choice there too. Um, so let's talk about the next O-lineman, John Michael Schmitz. Um, this one's an interesting one. High-level guy kind of, in my opinion, uh, from Minnesota, center. Now we've talked a little bit about this too. We know that center position is key. It is a very, very key position all around to have on your team. We know we currently got a stud right now as a center and still got a couple of years left with them. But age does catch up to players. Uh, 
So John Michael Schmitz to me is one of the top centers in this draft. And he, he would actually be a phenomenal guy to be able to add to this team. I don't know if we're going to put a high level pick on it, but I do know that uh, Tom Telesco, Brandon Staley talked a little bit about it. Hey, we're just, we're open. Whatever's available at that time. Last year, Zion Johnson pick was kind of out of the blue. We didn't even talk about it at all. Um, and <laughs> you know, it worked out well for us. Um, it worked out extremely well to be able to have a guy who's going to be a rock on our line for years and years and years. But John Michael Schmitz, Minnesota, 6'4", 301, um, senior. He will play center. He's an 86.6 rated base player overall, seventh as a positional rank player, too. So he was a senior bowl guy. Top run blocker rated at about 92.6%. Very, very strong and effective in pass game also. Um, He... Uh, has a very high IQ is what you want from a guy from a center position. He is the part of the general of leading the offense all around and giving pointers to the quarterback. So I think it would be a phenomenal one. Uh, Kind of talk about a late first round, early second round kind of pick. So who knows where we're going to go with that. I don't know if we're going to go that early with, with that, but Chargers have met with him. So we'll see where that leads at that point. So Next player here, we have had some conversations about him, and I think he's a pretty good player. Um, but uh, Tucker Craft from uh, as a tight end, I mean, we all talked a lot about having another tight end on this team. We talk about getting a guy out there that could really fill those gaps for us, and uh, I, I do think that Tucker Craft could be a good guy that could fit extremely well for us. Let me pull up his information so tucker crafts from boy here we go there we go um tucker craft from the jackrabbits of the south dakota state university uh jackrabbits um excuse me i'm sorry that's i don't think there's south dakota are they there's a north dakota either way it's one of those south dakota no it is south dakota (laughs) six five two fifty four um south dakota state I mean, he's player ranked at currently fifth position for the tight end. So he is up there quite a bit. Um, 4.69.40 time. Obviously, we like to be able to see more speed on this team. That still would rank kind of in that little level of Keenan Allen, Mike Williams kind of area. It's not adding a ton of speed. But as you know, with a, as, as a tight end, you just need to be able to find a way to be able to use your body well to be able to shield players off get good position so you could get a nice open catch. So an 84.5 rated base player. So he's up there in the higher echelon based rankings. He's got good arms, uh, actually kind of in the lower side of arms, 32.34 inches. So he's a little bit more on the lower side, the 42 percentile spans a little bit shorter. So kind of just above 50% at 79.48 with hands about 10 inches. So, um, all around his big thing, he, he did well in the broad jump, more or less. Um, but he wasn't like at the high elite base levels. All around, very good, though. He's got some good receiving routes, good for intermediate, deep routes, short routes. He could do very, very well with that blocking. He is okay at, not great, but that's something that could be worked on. They're projecting around a third-round pick. I've seen some mock drafts of having him in fourth round. So we'll see where it pans out with him. Uh, but the Chargers have met with him. So moving on to the next player here. So I have seen him in some mock drafts, which 
once again, has been kind of in some fourth round kind of situations. But his juice scrugs, um, he is yet again another O-line from PSU. So Penn State University, um, you know, four-star kind of guy for us. Uh, he has been out there and done really well. Let me pull up his bio here real quick. All right, let me get it up here and we'll chat a little bit further about him. So Juice, maybe he'll bring the juice to this O-line. Once again, a center. So we are looking at centers here, guys, and we do need that. We don't really have a guy right now. We had, uh, was a Will Clapp last year. He did not pan out well with us. He has not signed with us again this year. So adding a guy to back up our center position with Corey Lindsley is critical. We saw what happened a lot last year when we did not have Lindsley. The O-line was a little bit of a mess. Um, Will Clapp did not really pan out well enough for us on that. But Juice, I have seen him, and he's done pretty well all around as a player. I think he could be a great addition to this team. I've seen him at fourth round, potentially. 5.2 seconds as a 40. Uh, his measurables are in kind of the 50 percentile range. Ben's press was very high, 72 percentile with 29 reps. Uh, he's got a great span is what you want to see. Very, very wide arms all around. So he's in the 95 percentile of that. Uh, very, very good player, in my opinion. Uh, Penn State obviously has some pretty good players that do come out of there, too. Interesting thing, they're saying it's seventh, seventh round projection. I mean, his blocking is kind of somewhere in that 75 percent range ish. So there's a little bit of projection to be able to develop this player all around. Now, once again, I'm going to say the thing about players. Um, you draft guys based upon potential. You've got a guy in front of you with Corey Lindsley right now. Not a necessary thing for him to be able to get on the field, but we do need to know that there's a stats and measurables that we do need to add to this team. I do like the long wingspan all around. I do like that he comes from Penn State all around. So Juice Scruggs all around. During the Shrine Bowl, just going to throw it out there, he dominated. He did phenomenal was out there. Was told by Lance Zerline that he's a block of granite. Very, very tough to be able to move. Um, he basically is, uh, he has played guard and center, so he can move around. Telesco likes a lot of mobility and movability of players. They have played multiple different areas. Sticky, very uh, sticky and built thick, which makes him tough to get around. Very hard to letting players get around him and looks to wall off defenders all around. So, hey, big body, butt and gut. I love it. Let's go with that. Um, so moving on, we'll talk about another player here. Uh, this is going to be a cornerback. And I think I've seen him too in a few mock drafts all around. Uh, but Sterling Thomas if uh, from UAB, cornerback. You know, big thing about him. And let me get rid of Juice here. And let me pull up. Sterling. Uh, hold on one second, guys. Man, once again, remember last draft? There's a lot of talks about a lot of cornerbacks, and Brandon State loves his cornerbacks. And once again, we're seeing another cornerback being looked at here that the Chargers have confirmed to meet with. So six, six foot, 194 at a UAB senior. So he's been there for at least four years. 40 time, 4.3. Awesome. Great to see. Pass defense, 14. Tackles, 29. Solo tackles, 19. So the guy has been out there. He has done well being out there. He did extremely well in the uh, uh, Shrine Bowl. 
seemed like he did have pretty good, you know, ideas of who he is as a player. He has performed well there. High speed. It seems like obviously speed is great all around and speed could be utilized in a lot of different ways, obviously as a cornerback, but speed could also be utilized as a punt returner, kick returner too. That's something I've been thinking a lot about here. Like even to say just Sir Taylor, he was a pretty fast guy too. He could be also utilized as a punt returner, kick returner, which I want to say that he did return some punts last year, but uh, either way, adding a guy like this adds more depth to the cornerback position. JC Jackson with the situation too, adding a guy out there that has a lot of speed um, and a little bit of height too, all around could be a good thing. So he did actually run 40 at his, his 40 time in his recent pro day was around 4.28 and 4.3. So uh, his rest of his numbers were pretty average all around 37 and a half in the vertical, 10 and a half in the broad uh, jump, um, 4.36 in a short shuttle, 7.21 in a three cone drill were both underwhelming and each ranked in the 10th percentile or less at his position. So once again, this is doing homework on players. Uh, when you see speed, it's great. Um, it's great all around, but they're re looking at him as an undrafted free agent. So, you know, you never know. You could find gems later on, and you could find a guy that's got a chip on his shoulder. Who knows? Maybe Sterling might be one of those guys. On to the next. This is one that a lot of people have been talking about, and I understand why he is an absolute stud as a player. So Dalton Kincaid, they were there at the Utah Pro Day checking him out. And, you know, it'd be great to be able to get this guy. I mean, I the more footage I've seen of this guy, the more I'm like, this guy is an absolute beast. And I would love to see Justin Herbert have him as a tight end for him. So Dalton Kincaid, 6'4", 246, Utah, position rank, three, senior, four-plus years, 4.71, uh, 40 time. Last season, 70 receptions, 890 yards, eight touchdowns, average Yards per catch, 12.7 yards. Guy's an absolute stud. Um, didn't have the best of measurements all around. Uh, hands were in the 70 percentile. He was up there. Arms are a little bit shorter than normal. Span is almost at 50%. So, But we know who he is. We see the, see what he could do. Deep threat, intermediate routes, short routes, all that kind of stuff. Excellent. And quarterback rating, by the way, 22.8. So... He does a great job of catching the ball and keeping the ball in his hands. Doesn't drop a lot of passes all around. Blocking grade is a little lower, but that's something you can work on all around. They're projecting him in a second round. So Chargers have been there and checked him out. There's also a lot of good other Utah talent all around there too. So big one for uh, looking at Dalton Kincaid. So that would be an awesome one. Moving on, let's talk about Trevor Reed, offensive tackle. From Louisville. You know, once again, we're seeing a lot of looks on O-line. We need a lot of O-line. We need depth all around. And I do think that's kind of what did kill us a lot in last season, especially in the playoffs and late in the season. A lot of injuries all around. We need to find guys that could be really, really good O-line guys for us. So Trevor Reed, 6'5", 297, offensive tackle, senior. 75.5 total player ranking. He's position ranking about 44. 40 time, 4.9. That's not bad at all <laughs> for a tackle. Um, I'll take that all day. Um, span, once again, long arms. 
you need to have those long arms. It gives you a big, big advantage. 84 point, 84 uh, and two eights. Why would they put two eights there? Come on, guys. Uh, 98% um, all around. He did really, really well uh, measurable wise. Very, very fast outside line. And great to be able to pull out an offensive tackle that got a little speed. Helps out all around for the run game too. Uh, gives them the ability to block a little bit more. They're ranking him as basically an undrafted free agent here on Draft Buzz. Love using this website uh, to be able to get kind of an idea of players all around. But blocking and running grades aren't too bad all around. So once again, projection. You got to do your homework on every player out there. Uh, with Trevor Reed, had a private workout with Trevor Reed. So just throwing it out there, private workout. This is the first one I saw that was a private workout for the Chargers. Three, 311 pounds, ran a 4940. Benched 225, 25 times, jumped 38 inches in the vertical, uh, 10 foot. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> and all those numbers, uh, save the best press, would have been the best marks of offensive line in the NFL combine uh, so far in early March. So that's pretty big. Um, interesting that he's an undrafted free agent guy. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers try to get him in the late rounds if that's going to be the case. So. Pretty crazy to be able to see that. So Trevor Reed, keep an eye on him. Let's go to the next. This one's kind of an interesting one. You know, I mean, I I, I think he's a pretty good player. And it's interesting to be able to see that the Chargers are looking at him. So, um, but it is Max Duggan from TCU quarterback. Uh, Chargers met with him. I, I think that was kind of an interesting one all around. So let me show you his draft profile here. So pull it up here for you. I mean, we know that he got to the national championship game, right? You know, you love to be able to see a guy that has actually gotten to the highs of highs and been to those levels of being at the peak in college football. Um, and Max Duggan has been one of those guys. Um, he had a pretty solid season last year, a rating of 109 and a half, 3,698 yards, completion percentage of 63.7, 32 touchdowns to eight picks. The guy has played well. Um, so 6'2", 207, senior, position ranking of 12. He had a 4'5", 40, which is actually very, very good. Um, you know, all around, we know what he does on field. We know he does uh, very good things. He did have a great season at TCU, by the way. There is also a wide receiver at TCU that has been connected to the Chargers. So who knows? Um, he was a runner-up in Heisman Trophy, too. Uh, Chargers showed is interest in Duggan could mean they're just gathering more information on his former teammates. Like I said, Quentin Rich or Quentin Johnson. Um, so there has been one of those guys out there that, you know, Chargers have connections with, but Max Duggan has been one of those guys. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up getting drafted at draft, uh, NFL buzz kind of puts him in a seventh round pick. Hey, we only got one other quarterback behind, um, Justin Herbert. What's not to say we get a guy that we could at least develop it behind um, Easton Sticks? So who knows? That's just one out there too, guys. Um, so let's move on to the next. We've got uh, another buzz guy. I go from talking about one wide receiver, Quentin Johnson, to another one that I think could be a phenomenal pickup. And yet again, another local talent here for us, Jordan Addison, USC. So Chargers have confirmed and met with him. Um, I, personally, I don't think I need to really talk too much about him because I know that's a high-level pick all around for the Chargers. 
for this year. And, uh, you know, we know who he is, 5'11", 173, uh, junior, position ranking of fourth, 44940, guy is a stud, 59 catches, 875 yards, eight touchdowns, average yards per catch, 14.8, 87.5 player ranking, guy has a little bit of speed, good ability to shake off tackles too, in my opinion. Does a good job all around intermediate deep threats. Great in that area. Short receiving, great. Um, kind of projecting as a first round late pick. The guy knows how to ball and knows how to play. I'm not going to jump too heavily on him because I think we all kind of know who Jordan Addison is at this moment. So good pick. Good to see the Chargers are looking at more local talent. All right, moving on. Let's talk about another tight end here. So we're all... The thing about the draft that I love is that you're looking at a lot of schools, even small schools, by the way. And there, there's guys out there that can be found that could be great gems. I mean, even to say Austin Eckler. I mean, Austin Eckler was a stud, right? Small school, Colorado. Was it Western Colorado or Eastern Colorado or something like that? Undrafted guy. Still producing and producing very well. So we got a guy here. It is Zach uh, Kuntz, I think, from Old Dominion as a tight end. Now, as a GM, as scouts, as anything, you want to be able to look at anybody and everybody that's producing at any sort of level. And this is one of those guys that does a pretty good job. Six seven, big body. I love it. 255. I love it. Um, the guy basically didn't have the biggest a year or anything last year. Um, but Chargers have met with him virtually. Um, transfer from Penn State. So he did come from a big school, went to another school, probably getting a little bit more opportunity. Didn't have a great season last year, missing seven games uh, due to an injury. But he's kind of looking at one of those guys that you think big body guy, maybe he could block extremely well for us. Maybe he could be one of those guys that could be one of those gems you could find later on. He did run a four, five, five, which <laughs> a big body guy, tall guy, add him next to Parham. That could be a, a very, very difficult task to be able to figure out. But his measurables were insane. You know, 94 percentile in shuttle, 10-yard split, 88%. Span was at 97%. I mean, the guy's got these crazy measurables. Vertical, 99%. Dude, broad jump, 98%. When you start seeing this, three-cone drill, 92%, you got to get a, get a look at this guy. Maybe he was just one of those guys that was going to be able to fall through the cracks that basically could just be a great pickup later on in, in this draft. So all around, it's kind of an average, you know, kind of guy, intermediate, deep threat kind of guy. Um, blocking ability is a little bit lacking at that point. This is a very deep tight end class all around, but they're drafting, projecting him at a seventh round pick. So, hey, I like that they're looking at small guys, um, small, small school guys. You got to love to see that. So Finally, uh, from what I see at this point, uh, we do have another kind of small school guy here. So this one's an interesting one. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a little bit of information on him. I think I might go with this one. Let me see if I could pull up. This one's actually from Bolts from the Blue. Let me pull up his information. He's a small town guy. Dave Durden. From West Florida as a wide receiver. I was thinking, man, once again, small school guy. 
not like I've been paying much attention to uh, West Florida football by any means. I mean, the program's only been in a couple of years, by the way. Um, I think they started in 2018, I believe. Um, so Dave Durden, a number of top 30 visits scheduled with both the Chargers and Ravens coming up after his visa visit with the Broncos. Standout at West Florida in 2022, caught 54 passes, 1,128 yards, 13 touchdowns as a senior. Wow. 6'2", 200 pound. Two seasons with Mercy Mercer University. Uh, and was named a FCS freshman All-American in 2018 after adver- averaging 22 yards per season. This one's an interesting one because I do look at it as, you know, the guy has produced 12 games. 46 yards, over 1,000-plus yards, 13 touchdowns. The guy from his pro day, 4-4-6 in the 40 to go with a 37-inch vertical, 10-foot or 10-inch or 10-inch 7-foot, 10-7 broad, excuse me. And then his solid agility numbers of 4-2 and short shuttle, 7 in three-cone drill. Not probably going to find his name on the on – day one, day two, possibly in the day three, possibly as an undrafted kind of guy, but the guy's got speed. There were some talks that he was actually even looking at a uh, 4-3 kind of speed thing, but I'm looking at it as this could be a guy you could add a lot of depth to the team, add some speed to him, could be a great kick returner, punt returner all around too. So um, one other one here that looks like I did not see here is a, and I'm going from another player here, um, but Dave Durden, uh, I'm going to say he could be a good little pickup later on. So either which way, here's another one. Broderick Martin. Um, this one was just yesterday. Uh, honorable mention uh, in 2022. Earn an invite to the East-West Shrine uh, Bowl game all around. So Wes, uh, uh, Kentucky University. Uh, interior defensive line is not very high on Chargers priority list for the year's draft, but won't stop them from enforcing a group that took major hits through the entire season. I personally think that the defensive line should actually be a very high point with this team. We do need to be able to make sure our line is not going to go through what we went through last year and not having any depth by any means. Um, I personally think they should kind of look at it as, I mean, there's a guy from uh, Pittsburgh. If you've ever seen him, he's looks pretty good. Very similar to Aaron Donald, by the way. Um, so he met with the Chargers, um, adding another guy. That's kind of the first defensive line guy that I've seen. Two seasons, Northern Alabama before going to Western Kentucky. First year with the Hilltoppers. 11 games, finished with 31 total tackles, 4.5 tackles for loss, 2.5 sacks, pass deflection, one lone fumble recovery. Um, senior, uh, as a senior this past season, he recorded 31 tackles, some re- some regression, 1.5 tackles, one uh, tackles for loss, and 1.5 sacks. So honorable mention um, and earned an invite to the East-West Shrine Bowl game. So, who knows? I mean, once again, you're doing homework on anybody and everybody here, guys. But um, bottom line, this is who we have so far and that who we have met with uh, virtually, even private workouts or even, um, you know, at East West Shrine game or whatnot. So charges are looking at a lot of people here. It's exciting, guys. So we'll keep you guys updated on anybody else that we do here. Uh, leading up to the draft. This is the draft month all around. So it is exciting. It's going to be fun. You're going to start seeing a lot more higher level uh, interviews. I mean, Jordan Addison is one of those guys that's a higher level guy that we've already met with. Dalton Kincaid also too was at the pro day. Um, Tucker Craft is one of the other guys too. Um, John Michael Schmitz is another guy. So 
Either which way, we'll keep you guys updated. Want to hear if you guys are excited about any of these picks, or at least I should say not picks yet, but meetings that we have had so far that the charges have confirmed. So either which way, guys, appreciate it. Like, subscribe, sub. Appreciate it, guys. Bolt bros. Let's go.